can you hear us? Uh-huh. Both of us? Yeah. Talk, Mom. Can you hear me? Say it again. <laughs> can you hear me? Well, yeah, when you lean up right like that. Okay, should I not lean up? You need to be as comfortable as you're going to be. Like, if you can, le if leaning up is comfortable, then that's fine. Or if sitting back is comfortable, then that's fine. Yeah, I'll just lean up when I talk. How about that? Okay. Hi. 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 Oh, you guys didn't know. We have a special guest today. A special guest. Guess who it is, and we'll tell you if you're right or not. Not right. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yes, yes, it yes, is our it's mom. our mom, yes. <laughs> wow, you guys are good. Three guesses. I know. Um, so we are, well, this is our intro. So this is Destination Wedding Pod. Hi, this is Destination Wedding Pod. I'm Christina, and that's Laisha. That's Christina, and I'm Laisha. And this is our mom, Larita. And hi, Larita. Hi, I'm Larita, and that's Laisha, and that's Christina. And this is Destination Wedding Pod. And this is Destination Wedding Pod. Please like, follow, subscribe, review. Rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe first, then rate it, and then review it. <clears throat> Are we just going to all three copy each other the whole time? No. Damn it. No way. So today we're just going to be talking about wedding, wedding ceremony mishaps. Mom's got a few stories, Laisha's got a few, and I've got a bunch of small ones. <laughs> Mine are all long. Long. So, my first one, the guy says at my brother's wedding, the, a full church, a baby started to cry. Oh, yeah. I read this one. <laughs> mother did her best to quiet the tyke. The priest got pissed off and started lecturing the baby's mother sternly. I couldn't believe what the hell I was hearing. It was totally off the wall. Then I noticed people standing up and exiting the pews. I looked at the altar and my brother and his wife were walking out, followed by the entire congregation. A guest was a Methodist minister. He married them in the parking lot of the church, and then we all went to the awesome reception. Side note, they refused to pay for the use of the church, and the prince sent it, priest sent it to collections. Can a priest send stuff to collections? <laughs> I guess anybody can send anything to collections. I'm about to collect on your ass. Whatever. I've needed to collect on you for a while now. Okay, this one is from BoardPanda.com. Oh, mine was too. Hers was too. Thanks, Mom, for knowing where your stuff comes yeah, see, from. Yes, I listen to y'all enough to know that you have to give credit to where you get the story you from. You just have to. You just must. People Christina. that don't are assholes. Okay, so a phone went off in the middle of a ceremony. The middle-aged priest was unamused. Another priest story. Then he paused the ceremony and started lecturing on the etiquette of church service and how that you need to turn your phone off. Turns out it was his phone that was going off the whole time. <laughs> I read that one, too. I don't know when I read that one, though. Oh, uh, uh, were y'all on that 229 thing? On what? No. Okay, never mind. The other day I was reading on Board Panda, and it was like 229 wedding fails. Oh, uh, maybe it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I will know all of these, probably. Anyway, okay, like I said, all of mine are long, so here, here goes the first one. And this one's from Reddit. What, Mom? We're just settling in for, so we're strapping in, as you say, all the time on here. We're strapping in for you okay, to say this long story. Let's all hope this is interesting. Go. 
I used to work as an event manager on a large cruise vessel. The managing staff was Italian, save for a few, and I was one of those exceptions. The official language on board was English, but the real official language on board was Italian, and I did not speak a single word. Do you understand that? The like the official language. I'm not speaking Italian. I mean, I get it. The official language is English, but like everybody. The official, and, official. Everybody. Well, everybody in the back, that like the employees talk Italian. Okay. To each other, and he doesn't speak a single word. Miscommunications were a part of everyday life. One of my responsibilities was the coordination of weddings on board. We had several private venues which could be used for a ceremony, but some, some couples preferred the public reception area. It had a fountain and two beautiful shimmery staircases that went from deck seven to deck five. The open balconies on deck six and seven allowed the other 3,000 guests, holy shit, Am I right? To wow. join in on the festivities, making it a real party. Like, that's a real party. What? 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 Why? I mean, could you would imagine you ever... the reception? Three thousand guests. They're just they're just spectators. I think it's just a it's a spectator thing. Okay, wedding is a spectator sport now. Well, apparently on a cruise ship it is. Oh, okay. Um, we'd have one junior officer escort the bride down the stairs and one ordained senior officer perform the ceremony. It goes without saying that couples who chose the reception area for their special day had often spent a fair amount on the wedding dress and wanted to be seen. This story is about one of those couples. We haven't even gotten. To Are this you story kidding yet. me? <laughs> but we haven't so even gotten to the story. This was like the backstory. But this is so well written. You're gonna be so enthralled. Okay. Just well, wait. So far, not so great. On this specific cruise, there had been a mistake with the bookings. We had eight weddings booked in three days, which was an almost impossible challenge. I'd somehow managed to convince seven of the eight to use the same venue on the second day of the cruise, one after another. We started at 8 a.m. and ended that evening at 10 p.m. The only couple left insisted on using the reception area on the last day of the cruise. They had a very clear idea of what their wedding should look like and had brought a list on board with special requests and details. The last day came, and by this time, the staff, including the officers and me, were tired. Do y'all need to share something with the class? She just stepped on my foot and because it was way over there in her way. Do uh, not step on your foot. The last day came, and by this time, the staff, including the officer, officers and me, were tired. Tired people are prone to making mistakes, which was definitely not convenient for a wedding like this one. So I was running around double-checking every detail. The ceremony was scheduled to take place at 9 p.m., Mom, what are you doing? <laughs> Get out of our I'm shed. trying to find a fan. It's hot in here. Go. It is not. You can't fan yourself. It's going to go in the thing. Okay, well, I'm sorry. If everybody heard that, I was fanning myself. The ceremony was scheduled to take place at 9 p.m., and by 8 p.m., everything had been smooth sailing until I received a phone call. It was the bride in tears begging me for help. The back zipper of her beautiful, poofy, strapless dress had broken, and, oh, no. 
And because of all the pulling, the dress had also ripped. Oh, oh no. no. There was a gigantic hole in the area of her derriere. <gasps> I grabbed two tiny emergency sewing kits and some duct tape. Side note, this person spells duct tape, D-U-C-K-T-A-P-E. <laughs> Is that not how you spell it? <laughs> um, I don't believe so, because I think it goes well, on Could they have been ducks. talking about duct tape? Does it go on ducks? I mean, this particular kind of tape might have been. Oh, yeah. It might be gentler because this is for a wedding dress. Duck So maybe tape. this is duct tape. tape. Especially made for ducks. Okay. Yes. So I grabbed two tiny emergency sewing kits and some duct tape <laughs> and ran to the rescue. Me and the mother of the bride put the beautiful but sizable bride face down. Sizable bride? Yes. Okay, another element to the story. <laughs> Face forward onto the bed, and as her mother oh was holding the dress together, I sewed it shut. Oh, my God. Trapping the bride into her dress. <gasps> oh, I've got claustrophobia right now. <laughs> this happens more often than I can, uh-uh. you know. No, do not sew me into a freaking dress. Yes, no, that ma'am. happens all No, the time. ma'am. We secured it with some duct tape. Oh, my God. Decorated the veil over it, and voila, disaster averted. Never in my life have I seen a bride more happy and grateful. By the time we'd finished, I only had 10 minutes left to get to the venue, check everything, and provide both the staff and the guests with instructions. I stormed off and ran into the junior officer, Lorenzo, who was on his way to escort the bride. In my best Italian English, I warned him, Lorenzo, uh, listen, the dress is, uh, rada. Broken. So when you escort the bride, please walk slowly. Okay? Va bene. He replied. Okay. Va bene. And I, that turned um, Italian. I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying all of these things wrong, but please understand. <laughs> to all our Italian listeners, yeah. we apologize. Yes. And to, I put two thumbs up. Another thing, please wait until I phone you because we are not ready. Vabin, and he said, Vabin. I finally met with the wedding party, my face red and my armpits sweaty. I told the groom where to stand, bonded with the small child who was going to give the rings, and checked the setup. By this time, the other 3,000 guests had gathered on the three decks, looking out for the bride and waiting for the ceremony to start. I was in the middle of relaying instructions regarding the music to the DJ when the crowd started cheering. The eyes of the DJ had widened, and he pointed up to the staircase behind me. I turned around, and there he was, Lorenzo, with the dressed bride on his arm, making a typical brisk Italian hand movements that silently inquired why nothing was ready. (laughs) Well, fuck. I urged the DJ to start playing the music, dragged the groom into place, picked up the kid with the rings, and dropped him next to me at the beginning of the wedding aisle. With 3,000 faces staring at us, Lorenzo started walking down the staircase slowly. At least he'd understood that part at least he'd understood that part of my instructions. And when he handed the still-dressed bride to her soon-to-be husband, I let out a sigh, a sigh of relief. Everything was okay. I straightened my uniform, the couple started walking down the aisle, and the DJ switched to the correct song. All good. With six steps left to the end of the aisle, the groom gave me a look of confusion. I, oh inst- I instantly panicked and quickly went over the tech checklist in my head. Perhaps with all the stress and tiredness, I'd forgotten something, but all of their specific requests were honored. 
What was he confused about? And then I looked aside. Beside the behind the wedding podium was nothing. The ordained senior officer who was supposed to perform the ceremony was missing. I hadn't checked his presence. I looked at Lorenzo, whose eyes nearly popped out of his head. <laughs> he took out his phone, but I thought to myself, he will never be here on time. It's too late. Four steps left. So with a red but straight face, I took a step aside and picked up the microphone. I signaled the DJ, whose eyes were possibly even larger than those of the junior officer, to lower the music. And then, with 3,000 faces looking back at me, I scraped my throat, and in my best wannabe ordained voice, I began, We have all gathered here today. Oh my god. Now, at this point, it might be relevant to mention that I have severe stage fright, but I knew that if anyone would notice that this was not the normal course of events, this couple's wedding would be ruined. I tried to keep my cool. When I said, I, senior officer, pronounce you, all I could think was, I'm in so much shit. But my voice did not tremble when I pronounced them husband and wife, and they were so happy. Of course, afterwards, I had to report to the director. I could hear my own heartbeat, and he didn't know where to start. And, oh, and I didn't know where to start. In my best Italian English, I made an attempt at an explanation. Capo, eh, something happened. <laughs> I married the wedding couple. The director looked for, up from his desk and asked, Luciano was not there? Luciano was the senior officer. No, I said. He continued, and the couple? Appy? Feliz? Si, si, feliz. He paused for what seemed like a small eternity before he said, Bobine. And I put my thumbs up, Bobine. <laughs> wow. Well, at least the Justin pop. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, he saved the day. <coughs> Bobine. 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 So, um, that's funny. Bobine. Um, so, that seems like a lot <laughs> on a cruise a lot. ship. <laughs> Oh, the story too. Three thousand people? Nah. Yeah. Three thousand words for the story. Yeah. So, uh, was there, so the four-year-old was the the four-year-old flower girl was confused about her role and what she was celebrating. So she sang "Happy Birthday" the whole way down the aisle. Aww. <laughs> yeah, I read that one too. I did too. <laughs> it's so cute though. Yeah. This I love this one. Back to Italian. The priest asked, and priest, the priest asked any objections, and her 90-year-old Italian grandpa stood up silent for a minute. Then he sat down saying, no, no, I kid, I kid. <laughs> I wouldn't like that, too. It says, during the speak now or forever hold your peace part, a lady chimed in with, well, and an old guy nearby said, hold your damn peace, Linda. So Linda just sighed and said, fine. That's where they got Linda from. <laughs> Listen, down, Linda. Linda. <laughs> And so, one more, do one more, and you could do yours. My cousin had a beautiful outdoor wedding, and the groom was having trouble getting through his vows. At the same time, a mosquito landed on his head, and the bride smacked him. Of course, the guests couldn't see the bug, so all the guests stared speechless. <laughs> like, fucking say your vows. <laughs> That's funny. I saw that one, too. Um, okay, this one isn't super long, um, and it's from theage.com, and it's an Indian wedding from New Delhi, India. An Indian bride walked out of her wedding ceremony after the groom failed to solve a simple math problem, police said on Friday. (laughs) 
The, <laughs> the bride tested the groom on his math skills, and when he got the sum wrong, she walked out. Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to tell you what the problem is yet. The incident took place late on Wednesday in Ruzalabad village near the industrial town of Kanpur. In, anyway, it took place... <laughs> Somewhere in. On a day. The groom's family tried persuading the bride to return, but she refused. She said the groom had misled them about his education. Oh, God. The groom's family kept us in the dark about his poor education, said oh, wow. Mohar, the bride's father. Even a first grader can answer this, <gasps> and I would concur. <laughs> um, local police mediated between the families, and both sides returned all the gifts and jewelry that had been exchanged before the wedding. Last month, another bride married a wedding guest after the original groom had a seizure and collapsed at the wedding venue. Wow. So, the math problem. What was it? How much is 15 plus 6? Are you serious? What is it? 15 plus 6 is 21. His reply? 17. Wow. Wow. He's probably just nervous. So, I have a couple of ring bear ones. I'm just going to do them all. My ring bearer nephew showed up, showed his nervousness by walking down the aisle mimicking a dinosaur, roar and all. Aww. Oh, that's cute. And then it said another one, um, because my daughter was a flower girl and in love with the ring bearer, so she interrupted the wedding yelling to me, Mommy, I'm marrying Curtis right now. <laughs> and then a ring bearer was nervous, passed out. Fell over stiff as a board, knocking over the heart-shaped candelabras, which fell into some silk candles and burst into flames. Oh my God. It was like watching a fiery game of dominoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Okay, this one says, My friend had her wedding on the beach, and during the cer- ceremony, a gust of wind blew the minister's toupee into the ocean, and then the seagull swooped down and ate it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, more and more later, because I have just a few more that will all go together, too. I have one. So you said you have four. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Let me do this one. This one's one's going to be long. So the bride and groom's dogs were actually flower girls in this wedding. And so, well, one was the flower girl and one was the, they they put in here a ringer bear, but I'm not sure they're talking about a ring bear. (laughs) And halfway down the aisle, they consummated their own relationship. (laughs) Okay. Okay. This one's from Reddit, and it's my last one, and it's long. Okay. This wedding was so bad that I'm paradoxically glad to have experienced it because it makes such a good story. It was a wedding out of my now fiancé's good friend, a wedding of my now fiancé's good friend and his girlfriend. For starters, the girl he's marrying is a bit weird. (laughs) We're having a cocktail party and she tells me that I don't know what hardship is because I'm Slav and not Latina like her. I disagree and she hits me. Just like literally hits me for saying I disagree with her. Anyway, we love the guy. He's one of my partner's best friends. So when he invites us to travel on when he invites us to travel to Madrid on our own dime, we still say yes. This is not a small or a cheap fee on Eastern European wage, but off we went. The ceremony was at 12 o'clock, and although the family is Slavic, the ceremony is Spanish-slash-Hungarian only. I speak fluent Spanish, so I understand, but, but I'm one of a few. 
Then we travel again to some fancy golf hotel in the middle of nowhere. We get appetizers about two bites each. I give mine to my fiancé, who is ravenous by that time due to the long church ceremony in two languages he did not understand. We wait. He's hungry because he couldn't understand (laughs) how people talk. Okay. We wait longer. We ask what we are waiting for, and it turns out that the bride didn't want the groom to see her in her wedding dress before the wedding, so they're doing the professional eight-hour-long photo shoot today, not the day before, as is custom. So apparently they have a custom where they do eight-hour photo shoot the day before the wedding, but she doesn't doesn't want want him to see see her in the dress. So they're doing the eight hours right now after the ceremony. Oh, my gosh. What? So they're doing eight hours of photos right now after the ceremony. Wow. For just the bride and groom. Um, we wait some more. We wait some more. <laughs> Around 9 o'clock p.m., the groom appears and nervously chases us into the dinner room. We're excited. Finally, something to eat. Turns out, no. We're watching a really weird propagation video about the relationship. The groom shares he loves the bride because she's amazing. The bride shares she loves the groom because he prepares breakfast for her every day and because every day at night he apologizes to her in bed in case he's pissed her off somehow. (laughs) Wow. That day... Um, this is a direct citation. That was a direct citation from the wedding video. They didn't eat. I, this is the end. There, this went along. This went a lot longer, but I ended it here because the rest was about the reception. But they didn't end up eating until 11 p.m. and wow. the ceremony was at 12. Wow. That's something you need to think about, guys. If you Food. want pictures, always think about your guests being hungry and bored and or hot. Yes, and that wasn't my last story. I have another last one, okay. and it's the long one. Oh, well. All right, so I have so. <laughs> the first wedding this lady said I ever attended, both bride and groom were fighting the summit stomach flu. Mid-ceremony, the bride projectile vomited all over the wall. When she was finally at the altar, the groom fainted. This one said, during our wedding, my wife's great-grandmother said loudly, did I fart? Oh my god. (laughs) And the ring bearer was, um, I'm sorry, at my wedding during the vows, I noticed the pastor's face was suddenly red and he was making odd noises. When I followed his eyes to see why, I saw that my little brother was happily sitting in the front row with no pants. I guess he was ready to party. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is something. Um, I thought it was assumed that I, the M-O-H, what is that, the mother of the husband? The maid of honor. The mother of the husband. (laughs) Mother of husband. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was assumed that the maid of honor should catch the bouquet. I ended up fighting a 10-year-old for it, and after yelling, please, I'm 24, I decided to let her have it. Because she'll probably get married before me anyway. (laughs) Then her mom made her give it back. (laughs) Well, as a prank, I tied granny panties around my thighs instead of a garter. My husband didn't find it as funny as I did. I didn't read that previously. (laughs) Maybe you should. I read that one before. I thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good prank. Yeah. We talked about that being something you could do, what not to do or something. Oh, my gosh. My cousins drove four hours to Sparta, Wisconsin to attend our wedding. The wedding was in Sparta, Georgia. 
Well, yeah, I saw that long one way. too. Are you still? Are you just scrolling through? I yeah, one. This one more thing. This is funny right here. The singer wasn't very good, and my almost two-year-old granddaughter yelled out, "Turn it off!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be terrible. Okay, I'm gonna read my last one. All and right. you guys, do y'all have more to go afterwards? I'm good. No, I'm good. Okay. So I'm related to the bride in this story, and this this one's from Reddit too. Um, this took place many years ago when I was still in college. Drama happened within the wedding party, but mercifully, I was removed from that drama and lived nearly a thousand miles away. That said, the drama meant I was promoted to maid of honor after originally just being a bridesmaid. With that, with that came a little pressure to make this a good experience. Here's a story from the wedding weekend from hell. I apologize if it's a little disjointed, but I have tried to block most of this out of my memory. Without going into details, my mom was protesting the wedding and decided she would stay home with my brother because he had a tournament. Okay, that's fine. This is my dad's side of the family, so he agreed to attend with me, so we booked flights out of a neighboring major city. First sign of trouble was boarding the plane to learn it was out of oxygen. <laughs> to replace the oxygen, everyone would have to disembark, but while we were dealing with the oxygen issue, the entire airport went on lockdown because President Obama was landing. <laughs> Got to watch the motorcade from the airplane window, but our flights got seriously delayed. Um, just so y'all know, this is a lot of fails in a lot of days. <laughs> so it's not just the ceremony. Okay. Um, what? For real. Yeah. Next, we finally get to our destination super late. We pull up to the groom's parents' combo bowling alley karaoke bar that they own to do the ceremony rehearsal as the hotel where everything would be happening the following day was already booked. I'm immediately told to change into a maid of honor tank top as we will be having the bachelorette party following the rehearsal. As the oldest member of the bridal party at 20, I was hoping for a low-key night at a hotel and had created a fun bag of beaded necklaces, a silly veil, and kind of innocent sex toys to embarrass the bride back in the hotel room. Sounds fun. <laughs> Does it sound fun to you? Yeah, low-key, totally. I mean, they're 18 to 20 girls, like age-wise. So it's not like they can drink or anything like that. So, like, what else would you want to do? I don't know what else did they want to do. I guess we'll get to that. <laughs> we get through the rehearsal, which takes 15 minutes, and everyone splits up. I'm pushed into an SUV with the bride driving. I'm in the passenger seat while the other bridesmaids are in the back. We finally get to the hotel room and come to learn the groom's cousin, the junior bridesmaid, will be staying with us. The, this place has two beds slash bedrooms. One, ha, one bedroom had a door. And there are five of us. We tell the junior bridesmaid that we will have to double up. She doesn't like that, so she locks herself in the only bedroom with a door. Wow. Whatever. We settle in, and the bride then opens the bag I brought to start the party. She loves everything in it and immediately makes us all wear the beaded necklaces and makes the snap decision that the joke underwear I included will actually be perfect under her wedding dress. <laughs> I'm starting to get concerned as this was pretty ugly stuff. She then announces that we're going bar hopping, though no one can drink. 
Oh my gosh. Make it to the first bar and immediately got surrounded by creeps. One guy and his friends buy shots for the bridal party and shove us into a single handicapped bathroom. They say we cannot leave unless we finish the shots. <laughs> we do the shots and mercifully get the fuck out of that place and go to the bar next door. The bar next door needs a cover charge and I'm the only one with cash, so I'm stuck paying. This bar has lots of dancing, so it was fun until one of the bridesmaids' ex-boyfriends shows up. Oh, my God. He's clearly trying to pick a fight, and right before I go to step in, the bridesmaid flashes both her hands up, nails out, and announces, I'm with Travis now. Until this point, I didn't realize that she had Travis painted across her nails with hearts on the remaining fingers. Other bridesmaid tries to step in but nearly breaks her leg. Her stiletto heel fell into a bullet hole on the floor. A and bullet she, hole? I know. What I mean, kind of place okay, are they Okay, we in? can already assume and before they this, cover. these are a bunch of redneck people. I don't apparently. know. Apparently. I don't know. I mean, they're getting locked in a bathroom, made to take shots yeah. before they... And they're underage, and nobody's protesting this? Right. Wow. Thankfully, the shoe... Uh, oh, she steps in the bullet hole on the floor and she nearly stabbed her, snapped her ankle. Thankfully, the shoe takes the hit and the heel is gone. Bride finally decides we need to leave and as soon as we're outside, announces we're going to a strip club. Oh my God. I veto this because, again, I'm the only one with cash and I'm a broke college student. Bride is pouting and she gets back in the car and we head back to the hotel. It's about 3 a.m. right now, and we have a makeup appointment at 8 a.m. We get back to the hotel, and Junior Bridesmaid is still in the locked room snoring like a chainsaw, so four of us are splitting the last bed. As we're getting changed, Bride starts panicking because she's allergic to down pillows and thinks down pillows are on the bed. We call the front desk, and according to the dude on the line... There's no way to tell what has down and what doesn't. So we ball up blankets and towels for the bride to sleep on and lock the pillows away in the bathroom. <laughs> Alarm goes off at 6.30 a.m. so we can get up and get to this makeup, makeup appointment. Come to find out the beaded necklaces I had bought, they were hot pink and they were not color safe. And now we all have bright pink necks, bride included. Oh my God. Everyone starts panicking, and we decide we'll try to get it off after the makeup appointment. Come to find out, the, quote, makeup appointment was really the bride thinking she could get all of our makeup done at Kohl's before they opened. What? Oh, There's, like, <laughs> there's so many question marks. Like, she doesn't, she's, like, still not sure what the hell happened there. So, when that doesn't work, and then she has in parentheses, and why would it? <laughs> We head to Walmart to pick up makeup. As a note, this wedding is taking place in springtime in Florida, but is themed Winter Wonderland. Oh, my God. The groom has never seen snow before. What the hell? This story just keeps <laughs> developing into something. I just remembered that it's Florida, so the redneck thing, probably. We love you Floridians, though. Well, it's not the Floridians. It's the people... That go there from Georgia and Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, groom has never seen snow before. All the bridesmaids will be wearing fur-trimmed shawls while the bride walks down in a fur cape. 
We pick, we pick up every frosted blue and white eyeshadow option this Walmart has and headed back to the hotel. Each person takes turns scrubbing their neck while I somehow turn into the makeup artist and hairstylist. I have zero experience in any of these things, so of course one of the bridesmaids doesn't like her face. Fine, do it yourself. <laughs> We're finally almost done and pinkless when one of the bridesmaids pulls out a massive hairpiece. I'm thinking that's a bold choice to wear as a bridesmaid, but turns out it's for the bride. It's three feet long and doesn't match her hair color or texture at all. I'm so done at this point. Oh, I'm sure. But we managed to get it in her hair anyway and stuff her into her dress. During all of this time, the junior bridesmaid mom picks her up and leaves. This is not the last of her. Oh, uh, we didn't think so. <laughs> Finally, we're heading to the hotel to finish ceremony prep. The bride is driving again and gets her hand stuck in the steering wheel. This causes one of her fake nails to pop off. I try to grab it and sweep it into an AC vent. This causes a full-on panic attack with the bride pulling an illegal U-turn to take us to Walgreens. I run in and buy tweezers to fish it out and glue nail. Oh, my God. Or nail glue. Glue nail? Nail glue. Disaster averted, but note to self, if someone loses a nail in a car, let them find it themselves. Finally, get to the hotel and things are in a good spot. The bride's mom has done a great job decorating and it looks really cute. The bride and groom do a first look and want to take photos. Come to learn the hotel property hasn't been maintained in a while, so I end up borrowing a leaf blower from the sun to clean out an area for photos. Oh, Angie. All while in a dress and wearing this god-awful fur shawl in Florida, and it's like 80 degrees outside with 200% humidity. (laughs) (laughs) I start contemplating jumping into the water feature, and then she says, edit swamp thing, question mark. Again, <laughs> this is Florida. Next to the hotel, knowing full well there are gators in there. <laughs> Next, we get to the ceremony. And due to odd numbers, I'm walking down with both the best man and a bridesmaid. One on each of the best man's arm. Best man refuses to take either of our arms. Oh. Turns out his pregnant girlfriend was at the rehearsal and didn't like her man touching other women. <laughs> Wow. Redna- another right there right. is another I bet she's not wearing shoes either. <laughs> I asked, and I do want to note that the groom had never seen snow, so he is somewhere way deep in the south. 100%. <laughs> deep in the southern dip of Florida. I ask if he can grow up for two seconds and get the finger in response. We all walk down the aisle in a group as the bride's brother act as, acts as DJ. Finally comes time for the bride to walk down the aisle. She's being walked by both parents, but doesn't have a great relationship with her dad. It was drilled drilled into everyone that when it came time to ask who presents this woman for marriage, only her mom was to respond. Problem is, dun, this, dun, dun. <laughs> problem is, this was practiced without using the fur cape. Shania Twain, is, Shania Twain is crooning on in the background. Of course she is. While the bride's mom struggles to unhook the cape. Any man in my... <laughs> 
probably not that song, but maybe. Not only does the hook not work, but it gets stuck in the bride's hair extensions, too. Finally, after waiting for about 60 seconds, her dad says he's giving her away, which just pisses the mother of the bride off. They sit down and the ceremony happens. The vows exclusively focus on having children and having them ASAP. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Photos are taken and we head to the reception room next door. We've been told by the hotel staff that only a limited number of hours were paid for, so we all need to be out by 7. Fine, we can do that. This is where I stop and ask if you want to keep going because I didn't read any further. But we still haven't heard where the junior bridesmaid comes in, and we have (laughs) not gotten into the reception. So far, I'm hooked, so go. Christina? I've been over the damn story. (laughs) Let's hear it. I'll keep going. As the bridal party is lining up to be announced, it turns out the mom of the groom changed out of her nice clothes and into jorts and a ripped <laughs> and a ripped tank top. Wow. She has because she I has. I want to clarify to those of us that don't know what jorts are. Okay. What are they? Jorts. Okay, let's say jean shorts. Why would you call those jorts? You didn't know what they were. No. Yeah, like Tim wears jeans. Tim wears jorts. It's appropriate for a woman to wear them. I don't know why the double standard, but when Tim wears jean shorts, I'm like, no. What do you think he should wear? Khakis. Jean shorts or or anything else but jeans. Do you think jean shorts on a man's inappropriate? I don't, know, I don't think Tyler wears them. I mean, it's not like he doesn't wear them like Andrew used to wear them. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. (laughs) His shorts were short. Very. But I mean, it was like. If Tim walked out with his white ass legs showing like that. Okay, so she comes out in jorts and a tank top. Yes. So what's so wrong with that? Because she's going into the reception. reception. Okay. She comes out and she changed out of her nice clothes and into jorts and a ripped tank top as she has work after this. Where does she work? <laughs> Probably on a tractor. She's a landscaper, isn't she? Yes. After the bridal party falls in, clearly not touching that best man again, she actually does the mother son dance in those jorts. Now, while everyone is distracted by the jorts, it turns out the junior bridesmaid decided to pull a fast one and hid the marriage license before it could be signed. After searching for nearly 30 minutes, it's located buried in the DJ's equipment. Wow. (laughs) That's awesome. While searching for the license. I'm beginning to wonder if this marriage should have ever taken place. Probably (laughs) not. While searching for the license, and since there were only deli cold deli cold cuts water and loaves of bread to eat and drink some guests decided to start the after party early at the bowling alley slash karaoke bar and and left this causes some people to take the centerpieces which were snow globes engraved with the couple's name and date to be gifted to the bridal party oh my gosh the groom nearly punches out his aunt to get it back oh my god <laughs> 
Party ends up stopping at 6.30 p.m. sharp. Turns out the DJ is the guy who runs karaoke at the bar, and he needs time to tear down and set up again that evening. Wow. We finally leave and head to the karaoke bar. I'm in jeans and having fun. I decide to pick a song with the word fuck in it. Pretty sure it was Alanis Morissette, which pisses off one of my cousins. He's significantly older he's significantly older than me and starts yelling at my dad about me saying that word. My dad, having not witnessed it, looks at my cousin and said, What the fuck did she say? <laughs> <laughs> and my cousin storms off. <laughs> my dad is pretty great, but didn't know what the hell was that going was. on. That was good. He literally was don't he literally did not give a fuck at this point and was tr- trying to pretend we were not blood relations of these people. Bride and groom ended up late to the after party as she decided they couldn't have sex again until marriage and he couldn't wait any longer. They claimed they did it in the car. Oh my god. <laughs> My dad and I left soon after all this crap as we had to leave at 3 a.m. the next day to catch our flight. As an ending to this wonderful experience, we ended up witnessing a bad car accident on the way to the airport. We stopped and checked on the guy who was hit and gave him my dad's business card on the off chance a witness would be called. We then finally get to the airport to to witness a... Passenger flight with we then finally get to the airport to witness a passenger flight with a desk attendant over a pre board. A passenger fight with a desk attendant over a pre board issue. Fists were nearly th- thrown. I bet every little single thing that has happened throughout this whole process, she just looks over at whoever she's with, like, Are you freaking kidding me right now? <laughs> I mean, at this point, she's got to I mean, be like... I mean, she needs to... I don't know if she even needs to get on the plane. I would be an agoraphobe and just be in the house. <laughs> As an extra cherry on top. Oh, my God. Of course there's a cherry on top. <laughs> on our final connecting flight, a pregnant passenger and her dad got into a fight with a flight attendant. The dad did lay hands on the flight attendant. Wow. And police were called slash waiting when we landed. I really have bad karma when it comes to flying. About a week after the wedding, the guy who was in the car accident calls my dad to thank him for the business card. Turns out the guy who T-boned him tried to say the victim was at fault, but shut the hell up after my dad's business card was waved around. Note to everyone who got this far, (laughs) do the world a solid and act as a witness slash advocate when bad shit happens. Next, not quite two years later, the bride and groom announced their divorce. To celebrate, my dad asked if I wanted to smash my snow globe on the street. Of course I did. We head outside, and as my dad is about to set it on the road, he stops and just says, Shit, we can't do this. I was going to be starting my first job with a local nonprofit after graduation and come to learn the snow globe had the nonprofit's logo on the bottom. It had been sold as part of a fundraiser to support their mission. I still work for that nonprofit and still have that ugly ass snow globe in my office to this day. Wow. As a final note, since this happened, the bride has is now happily married to the man of her dreams while the groom has been in some trouble with the law. Hopefully he's <laughs> living a happy life far the hell away from anyone I care about. Wow. The bride was a piece of work too. I mean, if that's not fake, that's fucked. (laughs) 
If it ain't fake, it's fucked. That's not good. No. Well, thanks for listening. This is probably one of our longest episodes. We are so glad to have you as our listeners. Christina already walked away because I think she's done for the day. She was getting a phone call. Everybody heard it. Please. And edit that out. I'm not editing shit out. Please like, rate, subscribe, review, call, email. It was fun. Post. Thanks for dealing with us having our mom in town. We love you all. Good night. See you next Tuesday.